You're about to enter the most electrifying NFL talk show you have ever experienced. From up-to-the-minute news and notes to... Uh, who am I kidding? It's a wrap. Let's try this again. It's the After Further Review Podcast with Connor Forrest. Want to get involved? Send us an email to mailbag at connorforrest.com. For your questions to be read on air. would you pay maximum for a pet to live with you like at an apartment pay for a pet to live with me now is this like, like pet a fees. service oh you're saying no, pet, fees. Pet, <laughs> pet fees like a lot of apartment complexes like they want to attract pet owners because yep. a lot of people young people are pet owners mm-hmm. but they have these fees for oh, having yes. a dog or a cat or whatever it may be where it's like a set amount that you pay up front and then it's per month what would be the most you would pay you know, per month, I mean, I, I just, I don't want to pay more than 50 bucks. I mean, it's a gouging thing anyway, and it's super annoying because the, the thing is, is with most of these places, you already have like a pet deposit you pay. And then on top of it, you pay a monthly fee. I yeah, remember that's what I'm going, saying. yeah, I remember going through this when we were looking for apartments. I mean, we're, we're renting here and we had to pay a pet deposit. Um, it's not, a, oh. yeah, it's, it, we, we, we paid that, um, it's a one-time thing, and it wasn't. It's not a monthly reoccurrence. Um, honestly, Sean, to be totally honest with you, if if for me not to cringe, like twenty-five bucks a month is fine. Like okay. twenty-five bucks a month is totally fine. So I gotta get your opinion on this because okay. my new apartment that I bought up in DC, moving back up to the area, mm. it's five hundred dollars up front. That's the one-time fee, yep. and then oh. it's fifty a month. Yeah, that's just something. Which I think uh, the fifty is not that bad, but five hundred. Well, you know, you, you, you got to do yourself a little bit of math here, right? So the 500 is is pretty standard. I think the apartment complex we looked at up in Arlington was like, it was like 200 bucks deposit and then 60 bucks a month is what it was. But okay. think about it this way. Uh, $50 a month for the year. I don't think you realize how much you end up paying. there. You're, you're paying 600 bucks a year to yeah. get there, right? So... Yeah. Just with the deposit alone, that's eleven hundred dollars just for the one calendar year of having a pet there, right? Like this is to, and by the way, it doesn't come with anything else. Like so, some of those places, like I'm sure the place you're looking at, does it have like a dog park or something? Does it have like, like no, a it's pet just, amenities or something? Yeah, it has a pet. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's just pets can live there. You're allowed to have two either dogs or two cats or like a dog and a cat i'm sure i don't yeah. know what the rule is for if i were to get something smaller mm, like a hamster i yeah like what's the rule for that because that mm. that's not really a risk of like it ruining the apartment like you leave a puppy alone in your apartment that thing can tear up everything in the apartment and chew wires whatever or same with a uh, with a cat so i understand why you put like the security mm. deposit down for them because 
you know, you don't know what a what a newborn puppy or or a cat's gonna do. Yeah. But I thought five hundred is that's an awful lot. Plus the fifty dollars a month. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. The fifty you know? the fifty dollars a month is a killer. And by the way, like the pets are not cheap. Just for for the record, I hope people understand that. Like, to, I mean, you can adopt a dog or adopt a cat, right? But like, there 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 are downsides that come with that. But when it comes to like actually purchasing, like. Like it's 15, 16, 17, you know, some breeds are, you know, 22, 2300 bucks uh, per dog slash cat. Just like, ee. so mm-hmm. yeah, not a cheap endeavor. And by the way, um, that dog swallows some, you got to go to the vet. Like I promise you those, vet, there are no coupons for a vet. There's just, there is nothing on Groupon that's going to save you from $300. Like it's just, yeah, rest in peace to that. But that is intriguing. Well, now, do you, do you plan on owning a pet? I was just about to say that I do not. I ah, do not want okay. a dog. I don't want a cat. I just saw the price and thought that was an awful lot. And it's <laughs> yeah. $50 to park there a month. Mm. If And that's just the uncovered parking lot. Mm. The other parking lot is 70 The underground one. Yeah. So um, the place we looked at was 120 bucks mm-hmm. a month for the first car and then 170 for the second car. What? Yep. I feel like that's how they get you. Like they, it's they put, gouging, man. It's like Spirit Airlines. Yeah, they put yep. the, like the actual seat to be cheap, but then if you just want to breathe on the plane, you got to pay like fifty bucks a breath. Yeah, it's like oh, we're gonna give you the seat for seven dollars, but like mm-hmm. uh, unless you want this to be essentially solitary confinement in the back of the plane, like yeah, you're you're paying more. It's just one way or another, you're paying more. Like yeah, and then they'll do the thing where like you don't even get a carry on; it's a personal item. So like if you bring on a backpack, like especially like United don't care. I've brought on things on United that were the size of a carry-on when I had, like, a basic economy ticket, and they just don't care. Spirit are like, oh, that's interesting. That looks like more than three inches by three inches. Like, check it. <laughs> it's just like, mm. yikes, dude. So, yeah. yeah, dude. Fees. I'm telling you, man. It's dude, part of fees, being an adult. There's I, all these fees and is. taxes. <laughs> and this area is just so expensive. So, uh, it's just so, so expensive. So, yeah, man. It is the joys of adulthood. Yeah. So, for those of you who are listening who might be in the younger demographic, don't hurry to wait, uh, you know, to grow up. That's something we all want to do. And then we quickly realize, like, this is so overrated. Um, so, that is that. But uh, I'm glad that you, uh, you have that situated there, Shawnee. But, hey, listen. You need a pug? You got a pug. You got a pug really? over here. Yeah. You got a pug over, uh, here. over there, so I can't I can't keep him. I do like pug. Yeah, pug is great. He he really is a good yeah. boy, and he, he's just he's a very nice guy. So if he'll he'll come and visit you too. We'll, we'll come and visit you, and uh, we'll, we'll I'll smuggle him in there so you don't have to pay any fees. But <laughs> welcome aboard, everybody. After further review returns, my voice is uh, back from Monday's meltdown. Um, yeah, I could feel myself towards the end of that, Shawnee, where I just was like, I'm losing my voice here. Like I'm losing the mm-hmm. will. Um, yeah, I, unfortunately, I just, you know, sometimes it just gets the best. Even sometimes you say things you regret and sometimes you say things that are hundred percent true and you do not regret. Um, 98% of what I said on Monday, don't regret at all. Um, but you know what? Uh, that is the life of being a fan, uh, of, of football here in Washington. Those who live here, those who feel it, they know exactly what I'm talking about, but we are back after further review here. Week nine is right ahead of us so we are going to get into everything um sean the nfl has for some reason i I don't know 
what in the world the last few weeks? I know we had the trade deadline, but just news stories just kind of popping up out of nowhere randomly. Um, some crazy good, some like ridiculous. We're going to get into everything here. But I'm joined by my executive producer from the great state of North Carolina. Sean, is this your last? Well, first of all, I have to ask, how the hell are you? I'm doing well, man. Wonderful. And is this your last episode from North Carolina? It will be, yes. Wow. Wow, this is something. So this is uh, this is the last time that you and Tate Ryan will be in the same state. Uh, I'm sorry, Tate. Wow, Tate. I'm leaving you. You get the Patriots. You get the Patriots on Sunday. So uh, enjoy. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yes, very, very exciting. Uh, can't wait to have you back up here. But I'm joined by Sean Olette, executive producer down in North Carolina. And we are going to get into everything. We want to start out always by thanking our sponsor, Anchor FM. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Make sure you check them out and tell them that we sent you. You can tell them Connor sent you. You can tell them Sean sent you. Whatever whatever works for you. If you're going over there, you just let them know, hey, I was sent here by these two dudes. Good dudes. Podcasts I like. Give them a thumbs up. They're awesome. We love Anchor FM. Um, was that a, a sneeze, Shawnee? It was a sneeze, but God nobody else your heard cotton it. Socks. I forgot to mute you. I, I muted my mic. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody else heard that. Yep. It's just Connor well, talking. Then he goes, is that a sneeze? And nobody's going to hear it. Yeah, yes, I, mute, I muted my podcast, Mike. I didn't mute you. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the good news is it's going to stay right in there. I am not editing this one out whatsoever. Oh, that was good. That, was that is uncut. Yeah, I had a um, – me and Sean, this was uh, – I don't you, – you definitely don't remember this, Sean, because we've done broadcasting um, uh, ventures together for years now. <laughs> Uh, I was in a – this happened multiple times when we were doing play-by-play broadcasting for high school football. And um, I had this amazing habit because most professional uh, – and we were blessed enough to have fantastic equipment, but most professional play-by-play broadcasters have what they call – now, some people call it like a cough button, right? But it's a very visible, very easy to hit mute, right? You just hit mute. Now, sometimes on the soundboard, sometimes it's on the audio interface. It's just a little mute button, and you can hit it. Um, every single play-by-play broadcaster on any level, high school, calling the Super Bowl, all the way up, they have it. Like they've got a little button. That you sneeze, you cough, you got something, you just hit the button. You can hold it, or you can just click it down, and you're muted. No one's going to hear it. It's totally cool. You unmute it like nothing ever happened. Um, and multiple times I thought I, I, I'd hit it. Um, and you become more comfortable, right, Shawnee? Like over the years, you become so comfortable with – you almost don't even. Sometimes there came a point where, like, you didn't even have to look down. You just knew where it was, and you hit it, and you just yeah kind of felt it. You just your eyes were on the field, and you were paying attention. You would just hit the cough button multiple times. I didn't hit it correctly. Um, one time I did say a bad word because I was going. I had to. I had to let our cameraman know that he was he was effing something up, um, and I, I said it while the mic was not muted so that was wonderful that was one and then the second thing was i i let out a humongous yawn and i thought i had the mic muted and it was like in a really exciting game like this is like fourth quarter a couple minutes ago it's it's a single possession game like i think we were, it was a valley game at that point and valley were getting the ball back and it's just the stands are really exciting and, and I, I i don't know i was just tired like, <laughs> we'd been there hours before the game and I go to hit the, the mute button and I thought it was muted. So I give out a massive yawn and then I look down and my mic is live and I'm just like, this is just one of the worst looks of all time. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was on the soundboard. There is right above yes. our sliders. There's a little button there. And if you click it, it mutes. Yep. That's the one. And sometimes you want to click it. 
you, you thought you would click it, like you said, yep. and you wouldn't click it, and then you know whatever would go over the air. Um, <laughs> dude, we we have to do a, uh, just a podcast one night where we just share stories from our broadcast. Oh, and dude, we have so many. That good would ones. be so funny. Oh my god, dude, we were getting so much trouble with people we used to work with. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. At this so point, stories. it would just be. I mean, so many funny stories. I mean, just of like, oh. are you kidding me? Moments to. Yeah, we worked three. I mean, we would work three, four hours to set up a broadcast like and, and me and Sean went out of our way to try to make it like we, we added like a television element to it. I mean, yeah. we, we were hired, Shawnee, to do like you were a producer and I was a camera guy. And before you know it, like we were going play by play and color on and off week by week. Um, we were doing like, we, a TV yeah. broadcast. I mean, we had like, we would. Yeah, go ahead. We made like an entire schedule for like the the pregame where we would uh, yes. be like c- kind of like CBS or Fox. Like we would be on the air ourselves, and then like during a commercial break, it was really funny. We- Everybody else would see a commercial break. Meanwhile, we're like throwing cables over like each other and like running around because we have like a minute left until we're back from the sponsor ads. And we're like moving the cameras all around to get like get it ready for the game. Like we're off camera. We're not going to be back on camera until halftime. Yep. It, dude, that, that was so fun doing so broadcasting. Funny. The amount of it times. It was so fun. The amount of times that, that we would have a script in our mind. I, I couldn't. I've always been bad with with memorizing a script, so there would just be so many times I'd be like, I couldn't do it. Do you remember how many times like we were cutting ads? I, I remember one time you, we were doing a pregame, just talking back and forth, and we had rehearsed it like fifty times, and this was one of like the earliest times you and I did it, and your line. <laughs> Your line at the beginning was, well, defense is the best offense. And I had heard that like 50 times. And so when you said it on air, we just started dying laughing. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Defense is the best offense. I said that 600,000 times that night. Yeah, and then the fifth, uh, the fifty to nothing in like the second quarter. That incident, we just muted our mics for the rest of the show. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, dude. we have to do a podcast. Yeah, that was oh, that was a great yeah. One. We'll do we'll do the inside. It's now the booth. fifty to nothing. <laughs> we would just cut in like, oh, there's another penalty, or oh, there's another. Oh okay. gosh, what a disaster that was <laughs> for Did- anybody from L- Loudoun County. That was a park. Or yeah, what is it? Park, they had a park view game. That was a park view game. Yep. You know what I mean if you're from Loudoun County. <laughs> oh, you'll know exactly what we mean. Yeah. Yep. That was. That I don't was, even know if they have a football team. Yep. I anymore. can assure you, whatever that was, that was not football. It was just carnage. It, mm. it honestly, it did. It, it looked like a strafe running. Is just what it looked like. It was such a disaster. But God, so many great stories we had there, Shawnee. Yeah. Um, but yeah. We 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 need to have an episode of the insiders, the insiders bit to calling high school football. God have mercy, what a time. But. Um, that is for another day. What great stories. I could go on forever with that. But again, welcome and thank you guys so much for joining us. Tons to get into. Shawnee, we are going to pick our week nine games, game by game. We're going to go game by game. And we'll do our picks and we'll update our uh, our standings right now. I'm currently up three games on Shawnee Boy. Uh, last mm. week was a wash, correct? Because I guess a Thursday night game, but of course I took the Jaguars. Like, why on earth would I have done that? But whatever. Uh, so I do retain that uh, that three three point lead. So going into this week, uh, Shawnee's going to have to make up some ground. I mean, you're just going to have to make up some ground. There's no two ways around it. Um, I've come back and, and I'm starting to just kind of float, and I'm, I'm feeling feeling really good up here. So you're going to have to do something about it, Shawnee. I will. Don't worry. 
All right, well, you heard it from the man himself. We're going to get into everything week nine coming up. I want to touch up on a couple things around the league. First and foremost, this, um, dude, this story is just so heartbreaking. It's so awful. It's just, you know, it's just terrible. Um, it's now the second thing in, in Las Vegas for the Raiders to happen off the field that you just are like, God, you can't even imagine. You know, I sit here and get upset about, like, I mean, can you imagine being a Raiders fan right now? I mean, just how the last, you know, few weeks have transpired and you felt like you were building something good. I mean, they're still building something good. And I mean, you know, Rich Passaccia has stepped up and, and rallied the guys together and they've played well. They've ripped off a couple of wins in a row here, but it just doesn't end for them. Um, and this is quite frankly, one of the worst stories you'll, you know, you'll read in a while. Um, this is via outkick.com. Outkick the coverage. Uh, Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs III to be charged with DUI relating in death after early morning car crash. Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs III is facing a DUI resulting in death charge after an early Tuesday morning crash left one person dead, according to the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. Uh, the police department say that it responded to a traffic collision at 3.39 a.m. Uh, involving a Corvette and a Toyota RAV4. According to the department, one person in the Toyota was dead, and the initial investigation shows that the uh, Corvette collided with the rear of the RAV4. Quote, the driver of the Chevrolet, I, uh, Chevrolet, I, I can't believe I just said that, God have mercy. Um, <laughs> the Chevrolet identified as 22-year-old Henry Ruggs III remained on the scene and showed signs of impairment, spokesperson announced. Um, Ruggs was transferred to the hospital um, with minor injuries. It looks like he was in the car with somebody else who sustained some some more severe injuries, and obviously the driver of the RAV4, um, a young woman, uh, died on the scene in a fiery wreck, which is just, you know, um, Johnny, it's just, these kind of stories are like, they're, they're awful, they're awful to read in, in in life, right? I mean, these are these stories where um, life and sports kind of intersect that you just, you know, your heart breaks. I mean, this is where, you know, you go back to Aaron Hernandez's incident, how shocking the Aaron Hernandez situation was because it was just so real. It was so, oh my God, like one minute this guy's a tight end, the next minute he's murdering somebody. You're like, like, what is, you know, this is insane. And obviously, you know, this is not the same thing as the Aaron Hernandez situation, but it's, it's to me, I equate it with kind of the intersection of life and sports. And um, this just goes so beyond um, sports and, and on the field. And um, Henry Ruggs obviously released and, he's facing some pretty pretty serious jail time two to 20 years is what he'll be facing um on just a, a loan discharge um DOI uh, resulting in death um 22 years old uh the, the the car apparently reports have it was moving at 156 miles an hour which is uh just nearly unfathomable i mean you're just it's just I don't know I mean I I saw this story and you're just you're just you don't you don't know what to say I mean you're so heartbroken for obviously the family you're so heartbroken for um the young woman who lost her life in such a uh just an a ridiculous ridiculous lapse in judgment I mean that is the the, the least you could say about this um I don't know I mean Shani what did you think I mean did this story just kind of was was unbelievable to me what was uh what was your thoughts I just I can't believe that if you're that committed to football at the age of 22, which you should be. I mean, you're fresh in the league. Yeah. 
why are you out at 3.40 in the morning? Dude, what good ever happened? This is it. Like, Exa- yeah, exactly. Ever, but- this is always – what good happens at 3.30 in the morning? Like, honestly, what, what possibly is worth that? <laughs> what mm-hmm. are we doing? Yeah. But you're – it's just you're being paid millions of dollars to literally do a job anybody else in this world would love to do. Be a professional athlete. People would give up everything in order to do that. And here you are at three in the morning, almost four in the morning. You're twice the legal limit. He, I think he blew a, let's see, a point one six one. Yeah, point one six one, which is twice the legal limit in Nevada. And then you're going 156 miles an hour. You rear end somebody, kill them. Clearly, your your priorities were not football. And I don't understand how the how these clubs don't realize that there are players that you know they're they're not focused on football they're focused on what comes with football which is partying which is being famous i i wish clubs could step back the football teams and say who here is focused on football and those who are not those are going to be the troublemakers like henry ruggs the third is off the field and that's going to cost us as a franchise some money it's going to cost us maybe a playoff spot it's going to cost us a because he i mean he's an up-and-coming star was an up-and-coming star without a doubt and and now he's completely screwed over his team uh his life another life another family's life uh because he decided to you know drink and drive there are clearly players in every professional sport who don't like the sport as much as they like the lifestyle that comes with the sport. And it is it, it needs to come down to these GMs and these owners figuring out who that is and getting them off the team because sooner or later it's going to turn into a situation like this where it costs it, – it's easier just to release somebody, get rid of someone, than – I mean, now, now the entire focus this week for the Raiders, I don't even know who they're playing, but I can tell you everything about this story. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I mean, do, you, do you agree with me? Do you, do you think that yeah. the GMs and owners need to say who's focused on football and who's focused on being famous I, and, and pick pick from there? Yeah, I mean, I I don't – I don't. here's the thing. There's stuff in the background of this that, that we don't know, right? Like, And here's the other thing, and this is – look, my overarching theme has always been, and I've talked about this on the podcast multiple times, and honestly, God forgive me, I, I can't even remember what I was even referring to. But I've talked about how fragile life is so many times. I, I always say this mm-hmm. on the podcast, off the podcast, like how, how thin the line is between us living and us not being here anymore is, is much thinner than people think it is. And and it's something that we take for granted essentially every day, every single day we take it for granted. And I don't look, I don't look, I, I don't know what what Henry Ruggs was in, in the locker room from all reports, from all that I knew. He was not a troublemaker. He wasn't getting into anything. But what what it stands to reason, first of all, to me, is your judgment. I mean, listen, someone died in this incident, right? Someone's family is broken forever, forever. Like there, there are there's a mother and a father somewhere and siblings somewhere. I don't really know what the family situation was with this person that, that won't see their sister or daughter or friend or loved one. Or I don't I don't know. But they won't see her again, regardless. Um there's no measurement for that. There's no measurement for that because this is a mindless, ridiculous, something we, we almost not, it, you can never over talk about something that's important, but like how, how, whether you're impaired on, on drugs or alcohol, like 
driving inebriated like how much do we have to talk about that like seriously like how much more do we have to talk about that for people to realize you're you're in a day and age now it's not the 80s like you have apps on your phone that will literally pick you up where your gps location is wherever you are and bring you where you need to be like literally there are and and by the way you're, you're driving a gorgeous car like this is not a situation that you can't afford it um it's irresponsible and it's 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 heartbreaking really is what it is because his his life is I, I don't I don't know where you go from here. Personally, like I, I was just thinking about this earlier while I was taking a walk and I was just thinking about it. Like, how do you recover from this? Like, how do you yeah. recover from this? And Football aside, immediately people are going, Well, what are they gonna do? That's a twelfth overall pick a year ago. Like, how are they gonna recover? And I'm going, How is Henry Ruggs ever gonna go back to normal life after something like this? Like, how do you do it? Like I yeah. I, I know people do and, and obviously I'll I'll be praying for him and Pray for everybody involved in this, and and you you hope to God that he finds something out of this. Um, but how do you do it, Shawnee? Like how do you do it? And, and and look, I like I said, like is this a situation where is this guy a constant troublemaker? Like you know, I go back to my Aaron Hernandez incident where, where he was troublemaker from from high school on. Like this guy was getting into issues yeah. before. F- from all I knew, Hen- Henry Ruggs was not one of those guys. Um, yeah, I I actually just read that they. Uh, his lawyer requested between a hundred thousand and a hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar bail because he had no he had not been in trouble before. Yeah. At least with the law. Again, we don't know what you know if there was anything that took place in the Raiders organization. You and I never heard anything. The media never reported anything. Yeah. But th- the point I was trying to make earlier is I believe that anytime something big like this happens, there's always warning signs. Yeah. You know, look at not not to you know compare these two things but you look at the alec baldwin situation with him with that uh accidental shooting on set and the reports that came from that where they're saying there were some safety things that were missing you know it anytime something very tragic happens that's that's big news there's always little warning signs that you should be able to pick up on that lead up to that something like this i don't think I, I take it hard to believe that this was not his first time out at 3.40 in the morning, oh, driving sure. like this, drinking and driving. Whether others knew about it, I mean, you're a celebrity. You got a lot of friends. I would think that other people knew about this, and it, it just – it's really you know selfish of other people. You know drinking and driving can kill it. Like, th- that's been known for years and years and years and decades. Drinking and driving can kill. Stop being selfish – Get the guy an Uber, like you said. Get him a cab. Take his keys if you're going to be out partying. It's just – and the other thing that really, you know, that that's really shocking, Connor, is we say two to 20 years in prison. Odds are he's not getting the two. He's probably getting at least half of that, if not more. So mm. he's 22 years old. Let's say he gets 10 years. He won't be out until 2031, assuming the trial happens this year and he's sentenced this year. He'll yeah. be uh he'll he'll be 32 years old. I mean, could you imagine for 10 years of your life, like you have all this promise, Connor, and then just like that, because of a decision you made, it, yeah. now now for the next 10 years of your life, you have nothing. You're gonna be in a jail cell. Yeah, it's... I mean that that's the part that's always it's just so shocking to think about, and that that's just the lower end of it. 10 years. If he's in for 20 years. He'll come out when he's in his forties, Connor. Yeah, 40s. I mean, yeah, yeah, Com- completely. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 life shattering. Um, it, it's also brought me back to the Jose Fernandez. Um, I don't know if you remember 
Jose Fernandez yeah, is a Mar- pitcher. Marlins pitcher. Yeah, Marlins yeah. pitcher who is, you know, funny enough, it was at kind of a similar time. Uh, it was like 3 in the morning. Uh, but he died in a boating crash. Uh, it sounded yeah. like uh, – it, it it sounded like there was you know he a toxicology report after he he died was um, he had cocaine in his system and uh, you know he he was you know, alcohol in the system as well but I mean he was going sixty five miles an hour into a jetty in Miami and boat crash and you just dude li- life is just so fragile and it's like you, I think people need to realize not only how how fragile life di- life is but you know when you're given an opportunity. Like Henry Ruggs and, and like all NFL players are given, and most of them would tell you this. Um, I would say the same thing to anyone listening to this who has central AC and heat and gets three meals a day. Um, realize that you're in an unbelievable position that you know people in history never got, and there are people in this world, by the way, that you don't need to go into the history books. You just need to look at different parts of the world that don't have it, um, and realize that the the line between you having it and not having it is much thinner than you think. So each day you need to constantly remind yourself of, okay, life is a little bit too fragile for me to be getting myself caught up in nonsense. And it could be one freak accident away um, from losing everything. And uh, this is, this is an example of that. And um, this is a life thing. This is not a sports thing. It just happens to be a sports player. Um, But you know, now you're watching um, a kid at 22 years old, like he's younger than us um, with everything ahead of him, everything ahead of him. Um, and you, you just don't even know what his life looks like now. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it's so heartbreaking. It's just the, the, one of the worst stories ever. Um, but, um, you know, prayers go out to everyone involved in this, you know, you pray for everybody involved in this. That's just my mentality. I know people were, you know, you you pray for everybody involved in this and, uh, hopefully, um, there's some peace that kind of sets in, uh, one way or another at some point. Um, yeah. And another. just one last thing. If, yeah. if anybody, any of our listeners, I know we have a lot of people who are kind of borderline high school, college, uh, that listen to us. If you're ever at a situation where somebody's drinking, that's fine. You know, it, drink if you want to, it's not, it's not mine. You, you know, you're, you're not my kids. I'm not your parents. But if you see someone drinking, they try to get in a car, take their keys, get them an Uber. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have to. And I would do that for you, Connor. Like if you came over to my apartment and we had some Bud Lights or Coors Lights or whatever we drank and you were like, all right, I'm going to head home. I'd say, Connor, you can spend the night. Why not? I'll, I'll pull out a couch. I'll yeah, do dude. something. You, you stay here. I'd much rather have you stay in my apartment for an, a night than you know, wake up to Connor killed someone or yep. Connor's dead or yeah. whatever it may be. 100%. So, you know, just just my little i'm not a parent connor is <laughs> but just my little <laughs> no, dude, my little parent is, rant no, you know dude, what i mean you're 100 it and that's 100 right and again there there is dude there's no excuse like again you, you we have in our pockets the ability for anyone anywhere at any time to to help us out when we need it yep um so do it use it um and just you know it's just so it's so heartbreaking you just hate to see it um because these stories pop up every once in a while and uh um, man, oh man, it's just, it just breaks your heart. So, uh, prayers out to everyone involved. And definitely, again, just doesn't even need to be said because everyone says it all the time. But, um, yeah, if you, if you're feeling any sort of buzz or any of that, you, th- those car keys, punt them into the sun. Yeah, it's just yeah. simple as that. So, yeah. Yeah. there's always next morning unless you drink and drive. <laughs> there is. That is correct. That is absolutely correct. But, uh, crazy story there. And we'll see how the Raiders, um, just, I don't know, on the football side, 
Um, this is now the second thing in a couple weeks now where the Raiders are going to have to, you know, gather themselves. And I mean, it's just, I, I can't even imagine what that locker room feels like. Your coach is gone and now, you know, your young star receivers gone. It's just, it's unbelievable. So we'll see how the Raiders respond from this. But uh, moving on uh, to, again, uh, this week was just packed of NFL stories. Um, the trade deadline came and went, and uh, some interesting things kind of transpired. Nothing nothing really uh, crazy. Obviously, the big story was Von Miller, um, his trade to the Los Angeles Rams for a pair of picks um, in Denver. Kind of interesting timing for that one, and we talked about this in our, in our news the other day. But um, I guess my question for this one is, 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 like, is Von Miller an immediate impact guy? In LA, like you have to imagine that he steps in there um, and makes a pretty quick impact. I mean, that defense overall in LA. I mean, he he knows what it's like to play on good defenses, but LA are in win now. I mean, they do not care one item. By the way, they shouldn't about the draft at this point. You're you're a Super Bowl. Your Super Bowl window is here. Um, there is nobody in the draft that you're going to get. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. Any draft expert that right now or next year or in two years that's going to Make a, a massive, gigantic impact. You're too good of a team. You're in a Super Bowl window. Um, go get it. Go attack it. So, Von Miller, I think it's a great move for them. Is he a median impact guy? I think so. I don't know. What do you think? Shawnee, do you think he's in median impact? I think he will be. I think it's going to be a little harder for him to be a standout player mm-hmm. on such a good team. Uh, but, yeah, dude, I mean, any, any team he goes on, he's a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. He's I mean, going to he have did. an impact. He, Dude, he, um, he single-handedly took over that game um, he did. against yeah. Carolina. Yeah, and, and Cam Newton's inability to jump on a ball, which is right in front it's of him, but that's brutal. that's another story. Yeah, for another <laughs> that's day. for that's for Sean's oh, book God. he's writing. <laughs> yeah, it's called the the horror of Cam Newton. That's One right. year in New England, yeah, how it ruined my life. <laughs> Forwarded by Cam Newton. Um, yeah, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely think he'll be an impact guy. Deshaun Watson trade. Um, everyone was talking about Deshaun Watson. Is he going to Miami? Oh, is he going to Carolina? Is he going? I, I never talked about this on the podcast because I just didn't think it was ever going to happen. Um, just dumb. I mean, who on earth would trade for this guy right now with all the baggage, with all the nonsense? So many people are clamoring. Eh, it doesn't matter. Washington, go get him. A lot of people here in Washington were saying, we need our franchise guy. Who cares? Go get him. Um, no one was trading for this guy. Um, I just I never thought that was ever going to happen um, because the reality is, I think, for better or for worse, the Texans realize that if this legal situation gets cleared up, and they waited out just a little longer. Um, they'll be able to get top dollar value for him. Um, mm-hmm. But the reality is I think that that's what they're they're waiting and praying that this situation clears up. Again, no indication that it will. But why would Houston be in a rush here? Why would they be in a rush? Their season's going to hell anyway. It doesn't matter. John Watson's not playing anyway. Whatever. They're going to get a really high draft pick. And if it's a situation where, okay, we wait out this, um, the legal issues get cleared up, Deshaun Watson comes back and says, hey, let's do this again, or, hey, I want out of here. Um, sounds like the owner and him hate each other. I, interesting story I was reading earlier. Um, so I don't think – I think he's out of Houston regardless. But, look, if you can wait it out, why not? What's the, the It can only get better. It can't possibly get worse. Um, but there was just no chance that they were trading him. Eagle, they were talking about like Jason Lock and Forrest said the Eagles were interested. I'm going, what? No, no, no one's trading for this guy. There's no chance. So that came and went, and that didn't happen. There was a lot of grumblings there about Mitch Trubisky coming to Washington. Um, and Sean, I do want to get your thoughts on this because, um, in terms of Washington, I am a hell no on that. And it's not because I think Mitch Trubisky is particularly bad, and not that I think that, well, I don't think he's great, but I, I 
He's not the answer. He's not the answer. Washington needs to either go get and spend big on a free agent quarterback that's going to be, if it's a Derek Carr, maybe it's a Matt Ryan, I don't know. Go get a, a free agent that you can lock yourself up for five, you know, four or five years solidly. Uh, or go invest in the draft 100%. Go trade up. Go get your quarterback. It's got to be one of those two. It can't be this. Mitch is, Mitch is the middle. Mitch is the, well, we mm. some team took a flyer on him and it didn't really work and yada, yada. So for Washington, it never made sense. People were floating the idea. Because, again, it's just Washington fans, unfortunately, we're a really desperate crowd right now. Like, we're, we're so, so desperate for <laughs> anything that it's like we're, we will talk ourselves into literally anything. Um, I never thought that was a thing. I need to ask you, though, about other destinations for Mitch Trubisky. In terms of, we, we talked about how Jameis Winston now out for the season. Um, Trevor Simeon looks like he's going to be taking over the reins there. Do you think the Saints should have called Mitch and said, hey, why not? Come down here. We'll make a trade. Mm, no, I, I think Trevor Simeon will do a good enough job. I don't think he's great, but I, I think he'll do a good enough job. I, I, I know you wanted to talk about the Saints a lot. I think they'll make a move for someone else. Do you want to hint as to who that is? Ah, gosh. I think I know what you want to mm. say. I mean, all right, Cam Newton's there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Cam Newton's there. That, there I mean, I was for that very similar, very similar playing style. Just hucks the ball down the field and hopes for the best as uh, to Jameis Winston. <laughs> I don't think it would do too much damage. Is that bad? That might be bad to say. It might no. do some damage. He, no. he did some damage to us. Look, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm out on Cam Newton. Cam Newton's you just physically think? broken. I, I just, I'm out on him as a quarterback, and it's not because everyone has their dumb theory on Cam Newton, and it's just annoying. It's everyone's theory is more annoying than the other. It's just he's physically injured. He's beaten up. Like his shoulder injury yeah. from Carolina never got right. That is, and by the way, look around the league. Look in, look in the history books. There are just certain injuries that just don't go away. I'm sorry, there are. There are just certain injuries that don't go away. And there's a reason that Cam Newton injury in Carolina was never figured out. It was never cleared up. Um, it, it, it was the reason he departed. Um, and it's why he was not successful with New England. And it's it's just, he just physically can't do it anymore. He's a physical guy. He, he's a, he's, he was a runner for the biggest part of his career. He was athletic, getting out of the pocket, taking big hits. Uh, when that aspect of his game is taken away, um, and and the thing that that the linchpin for throwing the ball is hurt your shoulder, he's not going to be able to do it anymore. So, I was totally in on on the idea of Mitch Trubisky um, going down to New Orleans and and competing at least, and just maybe doing the whole Taysom Hill routine where you have you know a couple different plays in for Mitch Trubisky, maybe different timing routes. Or he's also an athlete; he's a guy who's quick and can run the ball as well. Um, why not? Maybe, but I have a theory he, he, here, Shawnee. Oh, go ahead. What's up? Okay. No, you, you finish yours. I, I thought about what I was going to say. It may sound stupid. No. So you yours. <laughs> You're censoring yourself. <laughs> so, I'm censoring myself. <laughs> so I actually have a theory here that I, I really do think, and it's, I'm not the only one with this theory. I'm, 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 I, I'm just going to say it straight out. I'm not the only one. Every, certain people have been talking about this, but I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, and literally why not? right philip rivers why not philip rivers why not new orleans give philip rivers a call and say hey dude um we kind of stubbed our toe into being six and two here um you wanna you know come on out here and sling the ball around because i know a lot of people want to act like oh philip rivers what, what, what are we talking about here uh 
Philip Rivers was was pretty good with Indianapolis. Um, I'm I'm trying to look up his uh, his stats here. Hey, threw over for over four thousand yards, um, twenty four touchdowns, eleven picks with Indianapolis um, last year. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I look. I he's he's you know he's thirty nine. I think he's forty at this point. Um, thirty nine last year with Indianapolis. Um, he'll be he'll be forty in a month. I'm looking at it now. Okay, forty in a I, month. He said he'll listen to an offer. Okay, bingo. There it is. See, he'll listen to an. I, I, and by the way, why wouldn't he? I, I think the Colts were what? Were, were the Colts eleven and five last year? I'm trying to look up. Yeah, they were. They 11. made the playoffs, and they almost beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like Philip Rivers can do it. Philip Rivers can still do it. Cam Newton cannot physically do it anymore. Like I, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I just said I'd, I'd be cool with Mitch Trubisky, but that's given Trevor Simeon kind of rotating in with him. Um, Mitch Trubisky has not proven he's able to do it. Philip Rivers has, like, actually has. By the way, like, why not? Like, why not? Why not give it a shot? What are you paying him? Are you paying him really anything? Give it a swing. I said give Drew Brees a text and say, not not even a call. Just uh, say, hey, man, come on over here. Now, if I'm Drew Brees, I'm not doing that at all. You left that, with, I, with, the, with, the, with the playoff I looked appearance. It up. Yeah, give it to me. He said he won't, he won't consider it. Drew? Drew Brees. Drew Brees won't consider it. He okay. said he's committed to NBC. Ah, fair enough. Well, We'll see how committed he is until somebody starts waving a check in front of his face. Um, but that's I intriguing. don't know. He's making a good check probably now. Yeah, he probably is making a good check now. Philip Rivers, on the other hand, he's a high school coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Philip, now, yeah. I will say, Philip has made his money in the NFL. I think he's okay being a high school coach. Oh, oh, yeah. But um, but I also think the high school team would be okay with watching him go on so they can watch him on Sundays. I, I really think that would be okay. Um, true. I, I, dude, I would love it. I love Philip Rivers. I, I just love it. I love the amount of kids he has. I love his, his, his accent. I love the fact that he doesn't curse. He's just so funny. He's just a funky dude. And I love him. I've always loved that guy. So I would kill to see that guy come back. Um, why not play New Orleans? Why not collect a check and have some fun, sling the ball around a little bit. Um, I don't know. That's just my theory. Uh, and then Melvin Ingram, um, to Kansas city. I guess this is Kansas city's attempt. Melvin Ingram's a great linebacker, um, from Pittsburgh. They trade, uh, for Melvin Ingram. I don't know. I guess this is an attempt for them. I I really do think that they're on their last fumes with their defense. I mean, you almost lost to the Giants on Monday Night Football. So it's really the last fumes for their defense to try to figure things out because there's just there's confidence there that the offense can turn it on. And they haven't so far. They really have not whatsoever. Um, and it continued on Monday night against an awful opponent. Um, but I guess if you if you're confident in anything in, in Kansas City, it's that the offense turns on. But so far the defense is just it's just been so bad and only looks worse um, each and every week. So I guess Melvin Ingram is uh, is that attempt to do so. And eh, why not? Sure, take your shot. Totally cool with that. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. was. Did you see this, Shawnee? He was removed from practice today. Um, I need to pull up the tweet. Um, Kevin Stefanski um, did uh, boot him essentially out of practice today. Um, what was the quote that he said? It's just I'm so uh, I'm so prepared for this podcast. Very clearly, um, uh, the quote here from so the the backstory on this was that Cleveland's uh, the Browns the Browns have not been using Odell Beckham the way that Odell Beckham would like, and just so we're aware, he's a diva. And, and let's be clear, we've seen this in New York, and now we're seeing it in Cleveland, and it kind of came to this weird, annoying, and I hate the fact that I'm even bringing this up because it's so stupid. It's so 2021, the, the way that this story is so dumb, that Odell Beckham Jr.'s father was on social media showing a story about um, how Baker Mayfield was not throwing the ball to 
Odell Beckham or whatever dumb nonsense. Um, but Odell Beckham Jr., there was this clearly over the course of um, the, the week, people had talked about, okay, this guy, they got to trade him, right? I mean, this guy's not being used. He's not happy. There's grumblings. And uh, today, he was dismissed from practice. Um, and there are reports now coming out this evening. Um, I don't know. There's a report. I think Mary Kay Cabot uh, reported. She's up in Cleveland. She says that the Browns are likely to release Odell Beckham Jr. soon. Um, there's clearly something going on. Um, and uh, it's just it's not ideal up there. So Odell Beckham Jr. is now on his second stop and is about to uh, wind his way out of town again um shawnee what'd you think of that story that was uh i don't know i would say expected or what typical what did he did he do anything or was it about his father's thing it, it sounds like there's been stuff behind the scenes um that's been going okay. on and you you've heard about the unrest right you heard about okay there's oh unrest, yeah there's unhappiness right there's there's been constant swinging the helmet and yelling and whining on the sideline but um when kevin stefanski sends you home and says you know right now he's not a part of the team um that was a quote today. Um, that is a that is a big eye popping. You whoa, there's something going on here. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is kind of Odell Beckham, right? This is just his awesome. his kind of riff, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I'm just kind of I, I hate these stories because it's like you know what, dude. I'm sorry. You you know what I you know what I see all the time, and and these more like these people going on like Odell Beckham, free Odell Beckham. He's being misused. You know what? I watched Santana Moss here in Washington do nothing but play for awful, awful quarterbacks. And to be honest with you, if Santana Moss was on a better team, I really do mean this, and this is not hyperbole. I, I mean this. If Santana Moss had a real quarterback, he's a Hall of Famer. I, I, I truly, truly believe that. He, honest to God, was so productive with just terrible quarterbacks. Like just Washington has never really had a good quarterback. We had RG3 for one year and Kirk Cousins was really good and we just didn't want him. We we don't want productivity. That's just what we do here in Washington. Um Terry McLaurin, all he does is just play well under the literal worst quarterback situation you could possibly imagine. I mean, you you could you couldn't make it up. It's it's as bad as it gets. Um and Terry McLaurin is just doing what he needs to do. Larry Fitzgerald, like the guy hasn't played for great quarterbacks. I know Kurt Warner at the end of his career and Carson Palmer had some good years, but just that guy's not played for good quarterbacks. And all he does is show up and do his job. So when I see Odell Beckham mm -hmm. throwing fits and all this nonsense, this is not the second stop, right? He did this in New York. It's what got him, um, you know, shipped out of town in New York. And he's not doing the same in Cleveland. It's just like, dude, who would want to take you on at this point? Like clearly you're incapable of staying healthy. So that's the biggest problem. Um, he's not capable of being healthy and number two you're a pain in the ass like you're a pain in the ass like why would anyone want to take you on so just kind of a well you know you think you think he's got tom brady on speed dial <laughs> yeah tom brady's got enough people he's he is i think antonio I brown is giving tom brady all he needs to, to babysit let's be clear antonio brown yeah. is so productive <laughs> down there I, I i can assure you that tom brady is doing some some serious babysitting um, with Antonio, oh yeah, uh, to keep him uh, happy and keep the binky in his mouth so he doesn't go say well, anything. I, I say that because OB, OBJ said mm, probably at the end of his Giants term, it may have been at the beginning of Cleveland, that he only wants to pay, play for Tom Brady, or that's like his dream to play for Tom Brady. It's like, <laughs> so yeah, dude, you like, and leave it, leave every it to human the walking. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Leave it to the Bucks to get them. And yeah. then that's just it. Season over. Yeah. Bucks win. <laughs> yeah. At that, at that point. Yeah. But again, the guy just cannot stay healthy for the love of God. He cannot yeah, stay that's healthy. True. So that's it's true. just like, yeah, I'm kind of done hearing these dudes just whine and complain. It's just like, okay, dude, how about you not? How about you not have ankle problems all the time? Um, comes back from an ankle and hurts his shoulder. And it's just like, just, 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 he's like Deshaun Jackson, where it's just like the guy literally, literally is incapable of not being on the injury list. Um, speak of Deshaun Jackson, he was waived from the Rams. Kind of a, an interesting move there. He hasn't really been involved much this season. I remember he had the big week one touchdown where you know everyone just, I felt like he'd be a great fit. He's an LA guy. He's a California native. So he felt like, oh, this is going to be a good fit and can't even make it through a year there. Um, I love Deshaun Jackson. I, I remember cheering from big time here, but you know, not a guy with a fantastic work ethic. So you have to imagine that Sean McVay was, was not into that. Um, also a dude who literally can't stay healthy. Um, Michael Thomas is out for the season with an ankle injury. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's going to suck for the saints, but that unfortunately that, uh, that's another guy who's now you're starting to wonder about the injury bug, um, really starting to kick in and then long live the Jalen Smith era in green Bay. Uh, he was cut by the way. So, uh, Jalen Smith is out of green Bay, just a couple weeks out of being signed from Dallas. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't think he was. I don't know. I, Jalen Smith was interesting to me because I, I felt like he, he his decline in Dallas was was slow for a little while and then it got drastically bad. But I didn't feel like he was like awful, awful. But clearly, I'm missing something. So Jalen Smith is out of Green Bay uh, for the Packers, and uh, well, I don't know. Happy trails to him. I don't know where he's gonna end up. I'm sure he'll end up somewhere. Maybe Washington. Maybe he can. Like, it can't be worse than what Washington has. So give it a swing, I guess. Um, but that is everything uh, no, around it's not. the NFL. Is it not? How did you miss it? What? You missed it? What What did I miss? You're kidding, right? Oh, my God. Aaron Rodgers. I know I had Aaron Rodgers written down, and you know what's so funny? Oh, my God. I can't believe you missed that. No, I, I had are, a write-up. I'm never going to let you live that down. <sighs> this is brutal. I had a write-up. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it. You know, you, you've lost your You know what, dude? Don't do this, Sydney. I'm not going to play this game with you, <laughs> your horse's ass. There's so many football takes that have come out of your mouth that I just keep my mouth shut because they're so awful. Like what? Like what? I mean, you're paid. You, you said that Cam Newton was going to be the starter for the rest of the year. You thought that Cam Newton was the starter, and you said Mac Jones is going to sit behind Cam Newton all year. Where's Cam that Newton was at right the now, Shawnee? That was at the beginning of the year, and I thought that because I thought I didn't think Mac Jones was this good. I thought that because I thought that Cam Newton could teach Mac Jones. No, you thought that because your horse is ass. That's why you thought that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. I can't what believe happened. you missed the Aaron Rodgers. I know. I I get it. You deleted it. That's fine. I, I did actually delete it. I had it here on my <laughs> notes, and I had a bunch of random stuff highlighted and dragged and clicked, and this was just completely deleted. I don't know what I was doing. I have a little checklist to kind of <laughs> go through, and I'm just a horse is ass. Johnny Phillison. Uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, tested positive for COVID, and he will miss the Kansas City game, uh, which means he is yet to play Patrick Mahomes, right? He's like one of the big star quarterbacks who hasn't played him yet. I believe so. I cannot. I believe I've heard that a couple different places. I can't independently verify that, but I'm going to take that for what it's worth. So, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Because at the beginning of the season, everybody's talking about how it's their first meeting. Now, which is interesting because they won't play for another four years unless – it lines up to where they finished in the same place in the, in the division. Mm. And those divisions are scheduled to match up for the 17th and final game of the season yeah. with the extra game that they added. Um, 
So we could very easily never see that matchup because, you know, does Rogers play another four years? He, what is he, 38, 37? Yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah, you know? it's a good question. Yeah, he's, he's 37. That that will take him to 41. Yeah. You know, d- does he play that long? I don't know. Oh, so we may have missed our opportunity. That would have been a really good game. I think the Chiefs are going to start to rebound. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers would be a really, really tough matchup for them, even at home in, in Arrowhead. Dude, I don't know how much the – I think, honestly, I said it was time to panic for the Chiefs two weeks ago, and I just still think the panic is on. They've given me no reason whatsoever to feel like they're going to rebound at all in any capacity. Like, they almost lost to the Giants. Like, they, they just didn't yeah. look good. Um, the interesting thing about this Aaron Rodgers story, and I don't have my stuff pulled up because I had notes on it. I just deleted it, so I'm just going to have to go off the cuff here. Um, the thing that's interesting about this, Shawnee, um, I'm going to preface this by saying, um, I don't like the fact that we're asking players whether they're vaccinated or not. Like that's just personal information. We shouldn't just be like, I don't know why we're so comfortable like making it. We, we know who's vaccinated, who's not. It's just like, why this is, this is a, a person's medical history. Like we, we shouldn't be, it's just stupid and dumb, but I'm going to put that aside. This is just for what it's worth. He is going to be out for the next 10 days. Now, if you remember what the COVID policy is, again, like it or not, irrelevant to the point. This is this is just the story. He's out for 10 days, which means that is the standard, the isolation standard that is set for those who are not vaccinated. Now, the funny thing was, is Aaron Rodgers said at the beginning of this, he said, oh, I'm, I'm immunized, right? I'm immunized, which when someone says I'm immunized, you say okay you got the vaccine i guess when you're talking about the vaccine but uh he's being held in quarantine for for 10 days until a negative test after 10 days he has to get tested again now this means he might not even play the week after next that's assuming Mm. that it's a negative test and that's also assuming that he just doesn't practice this week or next week and just jumps right into a game just think about it that way now do i care if a player is vaccinated or not I don't care at all. I don't care if anyone else cares. It just doesn't, it's not our business. I, I, I don't care. What I do care about is this puts the Packers in a tough situation. And th- this is where the whole vaccine conversation and the, this is where the, the protocol and the vaccine mandates in the NFL matter because it doesn't matter what you think about the vaccine mandates or the vaccine itself. It just, it's irrelevant. It's the fact that here now, if you're not vaccinated, it's a 10 day gap. And if you time it wrong, you're going to miss two weeks. You're going to, you're going to miss two games. So yeah, that's my thing, Shawnee. And that, that's what I think is going to be kind of interesting about this is, um, does he get a negative test after 10 days? And if he does, I mean, we're already coming up on Thursdays. You're going to end up playing. I'd have to do the math here. 10 days from now Ten days will be next Saturday. It'd be next Saturday. So he would have to lit- he would miss this entire week of practice. He'd miss the game. Then he'd miss the entire next week of practice. And yeah, it was Saturday. I mean, he wouldn't be able to travel with the team either. Think about that. He would have to travel independently, yeah. I'd assume, if he was to go. A couple things to keep and keep in mind of. It is. And that, that game they're hosting Seattle in that the two weeks from now. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna make that one. I don't know. And that that that's immediately what I thought of. When I thought of, when I saw ten days, I was like, Wow. Oh, hold on a minute. Like this is interesting because mm-hmm. forget this week. Does he miss next week? And also, I believe the stint is out of Russell Wilson's finger. I think he's going to try to be coming back in the next week or two. Um, I don't know how realistic that is, but that's at least a hope. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's a competitive game. Who knows? Um, but something to keep tabs on, for sure. Um, there in the uh, NFC North of the Packers. Is that everything, Shawnee? Did I miss anything? Did I delete anything else? 
You did not delete anything else that I saw. Good job. Thank you, John. <laughs> no, that was good. That was so much, so much in the NFL this week. There really was so much going on in the NFL this week. I mean, I, it, that's what I was saying when I got on. I was like, my God, the NFL just imploded. Um, tons to get to. Shawnee, we jumping into Week Nine? We are. You want to start with Thursday Night Football? Let's do it. This game, I don't know if this game's <laughs> gonna suck or not. I don't know. It's probably gonna suck. Yeah, probably. Will. It's it's the Jets <laughs> at the Colts, two and five versus three and five, uh, eight twenty on Fox Thursday Night Football. Who do you have, Connor? Um, you know, I'm gonna take the uh, the Colts here. Um, the Jets. I think that that cute win was fun against the Bengals, and honestly, I thought they they were they were fun to watch. But um, I'll take the Colts here. Um, I, don't know, I just I I think watching um they they fought it out till the very end against a really good Titans team. Uh, last week, um, the Jets are allowing you know 30 points a game, so I, I think the Colts are going to win this, and I don't know if it's going to be close, but I can't say that after last week. I'll take the Colts here, Shani. I'm going to agree with you. I'll go with the Colts. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I think the Colts have been playing pretty well at home. It's funny. They're one of those teams that they're 3-5, and five, but you could also see them being 4-2. and two. Yeah. They've had no some doubt. close games. I think they're a lot better team than their record reflects. I think the Colts win this one. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we both have Indy for that one. Let's move on to Sunday, one o'clock on CBS. We have the four and four Patriots against the four and four Panthers in Charlotte. Hmm. Um. Yeah, this is kind of a fun one because both defenses have actually been kind of oddly good. Uh, both teams rank into the top ten in scoring defense this season. Um. So both pretty good defenses. Um. I'll go the Patriots, Johnny. I think the Patriots are just better. I, 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 the Panthers have looked really, really awful at points this year, so I'll take the Patriots here. Yeah, I agree. I think if it was the Panthers of weeks one, two, and three, it'd be a different story. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they they went downhill. It's the same. Uh, I'll Donald go with New England. So weird and offense without Christian McCaffrey is so dead. It's so like lifeless. Mm-hmm. Um. You know. Well, two things. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say two things to keep in mind for this matchup. You got Stephon Gilmore is returning uh, for for the Panthers, so he's playing his old team. Mm. But also Sam Darnold's a quarterback that Bill Belichick knows really well yep. because of his time in New York Jets. I mean, they played twice a season. Uh, w- when was he drafted? 2018. Yep. So that, that's, you know, three years uh, worth of playing. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure they met at least you know, as a starter four or five times for sure. And it was a sluggish. Um, so yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. And look, I don't want to take too much away. Like the, the, the Falcons Panthers game last week was, was just so bad and it was so awful to watch. Um, but I just, I, yeah, I think the Patriots are better here and, um, I don't know. The Panthers just are just not a good football team. So I'll take the Patriots there. Shawnee. We'll stick with that. Yeah. All right, let's go. 1 o'clock on CBS. Just make this one quick, Connor. It's going to be painful. It's oh the Bills at the Jaguars, 5-2 and two versus 1-6. and six. Who do you have down in Jacksonville? Here. I'm going to take the Jags There you go. Here. I like it. Yeah. Good, good pick, Connor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving you a free win. No, no thank you. I already I already just got my ass fried last week. I'm taking the Bills here, Shawnee. We're not even going to look back on this. Dude, do you know that Buffalo has a plus 120 point differential this season? Jeez. That is insane to think about. 120 point differential in the positive. My God. So yeah, Bills are gonna just walk all over the Jaguars. Yeah, I'll agree, and that's all that's what I'm gonna leave it at. 
All right, <laughs> Falcons at Saints. This one might be interesting. One o'clock on Fox. Uh, I think it's the first time these two teams met, but obviously the Saints going through that quarterback situation. The Falcons coming off a really lame loss oh, against so Carolina. Lame. We just mentioned that. Uh, I think the Falcons again could be one of those teams that's you know five and three maybe. Yeah. Uh, but instead they're three and four. Or, or four and three, maybe. Uh, instead, they're three and four. Uh, Saints are five and two. They're a team that could be two and five. Yeah. It's it's a very bizarre matchup. I think it'll be a really good game. I think so, too. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. What now, do you think? I'm going to take the Falcons here. I know it's really weird. Uh, New Orleans have won three straight against Atlanta, but I don't know. I'm going to take the Falcons here. I, I picked them last week, and they disappointed me, but... Um, I'll take the Falcons here because I just I think the injuries um it's a Trevor they looked good against the Buccaneers. Tom Brady in the in the Superdome is he's played there three times now and he's gotten his breaks beaten in twice out of the three times. So I don't know. I think it was a really good fun game uh last week for them, but um I don't know. I'm going to take the Falcons here for for the fun of it, Sean, cuz this just feels like a game cuz every week there's three or four games so I'm just so wrong on. And my heart tells me the Saints are going to win this, but I'm just going to go. I'm going to go Falcons here, Shawnee. I'm going to differ on you with this one. I'm going to go with New Orleans. Okay. I think it'll be close. Probably. I think be. Matt Ryan will have a good game, but I think the Saints get it done. I think Trevor Simeon is is decent quarterback. Not a long term solution, but I think no. he's a good quarterback. Yeah, I think he's All a right, good let's backup. Set up to- yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just think that's what he is. No, no disagreement there. Yeah. All right, so we'll differ on that one. All right, let's go up to the Big Apple. The Giants are hosting the Raiders. Obviously, the Raiders a lot of issues in recent weeks. Yeah. Uh, this is one o'clock on CBS. The Raiders are five and two. The Giants are just two and six. Yeah, the Giants are funny, man. They 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 should be better than than what they are. Uh, and it's they've just had a such. I mean, they have had such a disappointing year. Um, they've had such a disappointing year. You have to imagine that. Uh, that Dave Gettleman is on his last straw up there for the Giants. Um, I mean, I'm going to take the Raiders here. I just think they're better. Now, they're coming all the way across the country, which is not easy. But I'll just, I mean, they're just better. Um, Derek Carr is playing so well. Um, that offense is just moving the ball well enough, and the defense is doing what they need to do. So I'm going to take the Raiders here. Just, the Giants have just shown me the ability to uh, yak all over themselves multiple times this year. Um, they're also just not a very disciplined team, Sean. Which is kind of funny because when you when you thought of, you thought about Joe Judge as being somebody that was just disciplined, you saw him as being somebody who kind of knew how to coach a disciplined team, but I guess not. I, I don't know. They've been very undisciplined this year. Like dumb penalties, um, personal foul penalties at the ends of games, just just ridiculously a weird timeout situation. They're just very mismanaged. Um, coaching staff hasn't looked great this year. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and take the Raiders here, Shawnee. I agree with you. I think the Raiders will get it done. Uh, I'm actually really bullish on the Raiders this year. I I think they could be a, a two or three seed, uh, depending on how the AFC West turns out. I don't think the Chargers are going to win that division. I really don't think the Chiefs yeah. will. Denver definitely won't. Um, I think the Raiders will win that division. I think they have a chance of being the two or three seed uh, yeah. in the AFC. I mean, the, um, the Chargers. I really I, I like them. Well, think about it this way. Connor? The, the the Chargers, the Chargers lost a really bad game last week. Um, and mm-hmm. the Broncos are a bad football team and the chiefs are bad. So, you know, I don't know, man, they, they, I, I think they could win this division. I, I really do think they could win this division. So, I mean, it's in play for them now and who would have thought that? Um, but at five and two here, you know, your game up on the chargers, um, dude, I mean, go get it. You're on a two game win streak. Go beat it. Go beat a bad team. That's the other thing that I always say, go beat a bad team. If you're a good team, you beat bad teams. Um, and that is exactly what the Raiders have to do. So, 
Just go beat a bad team. Go beat up on the Giants. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think Raiders get it done. Yeah. All right, uh, let's head out to Baltimore. The 5-2 and two Ravens are hosting the 3-4 and four Vikings. Vikings really coming off a bad loss. Probably the worst loss of the season yeah. for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, have, you face a backup quarterback and you can't win at home. Yeah. Uh, and you lose in the final minute. All right. Uh, one o'clock on Fox again, Vikings at Ravens. Who you got? Yeah. I'm going to take as uh, pug barks in the background. If you can hear that, um, he's just upstairs uh, doing his best boys to men impression. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Yeah. Baltimore have won 11 straight games against NFC opponents, which is kind of a fun fact. They're also the weird preseason win streak team. I, they had these weird streaks going on that I don't know. If anyone but God knows why. Um, I'll take the Ravens. They're just better. And they're coming off a bye week, too, which is nice. Um, they needed that bye week. It, you felt like their offense was kind of scuttling a little bit. And they're finally uh, got a chance to to take a, take a nice week. I mean, they, they lost in a, in a pretty ugly way there to the Bengals at home, um, which is just kind of a disheartening loss. But look, you're back on the field. You're playing a Vikings team that looked so bad on Sunday, which was so, so disappointing. Um, and an offense that's just so hit or miss this year for all the talent they have. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and take the Ravens here, Shawnee. Five and two. I think they're going to move right up to six and two. Yeah, I think Ravens get it done six and two. All righty. So we agree on that one. Let's go to the NFC or AFC North, rather. The Browns are playing the Bengals in Cincinnati. The Browns are four and four, obviously going through some issues. Uh, can't even score over 10 points against the Steelers. Uh, the Bengals, on the other hand, uh, they lost to the Jets. So both of these teams <laughs> came off of really bad yeah. losses. Who do you think is going to rebound? The Bengals have to rebound. Um, they're off. I mean, they have to, first of all. But but they have to literally where it's like, you, dude, you have to. I mean, you can't lose to the Browns. Um, especially after losing the Jets. But it's also uh, they have to because, of course, they have to. I mean, look at the talent they have. You know, I mean, it was funny that, that last week at Jamar Chase – wasn't as big of a factor. He didn't have any over-the-top big home run uh, plays against the Jets, and it's kind of funny how it, at, you know, that that you know the X and Y input we talk about in math. You put in one, your, your input and your output. You input Jamar Chase not having a big play. You output the offense isn't as productive. It's just simple as that. So I have to imagine that they're going to have a better outing um, this week. Jamar Chase should get back on track. Um, he's still a volume guy. I mean, he's still involved. He just. You know, it, there was something about that offense that was just so flukish and weird, and they just looked so discombobulated. And the Jets kind of um, were firing on all four cylinders um, at the worst possible times for the Bengals. So I'll go ahead and take the Bengals here. They're just better. Um, Cleveland's won five of the last six games against Cincinnati, um, but I, I, I think it's going to be five of the last seven um, after, uh, after a home win here for the Bengals against the Browns. Yeah, the Browns are really in trouble. I'm going to yeah. go with the Bengals. I think Bengals get it done, go to six and three. Uh, it is funny though, Shani. Yeah, real quick, Bengals are good, man. They are yeah. only one game apart if you think about it. Browns are four and four. Bengals are five and three. I mean, for the Browns, they have every reason to want to say, "Hey, listen, if you can come out here, play strong, and win this game, you're a back in the division, and b you sent a message." Um, so don't be surprised if this game is this game. Maybe it's a blowout. I don't know. Um, but for the Browns, they have every reason to want to show up here and show out. So uh, yeah, I'll still take the Bengals. And I- I would even go as far as saying if they can't win this game, it's going to be really tough to catch up to the Bengals, oh, and yeah. then after that, really hard to catch up to the Ravens. Yeah, uh, this could this could kind of be one of the first early playoff implication games uh, for the Browns. Yep. 
and obviously they, they, they almost made it to the AFC Championship last year, so a really big turnaround yeah. in the negative way. All right, the Broncos are playing the Cowboys in Dallas. The Cowboys are 6-1, and one, coming off a really, really good win on Sunday Night Football. Uh, this is a 1 o'clock game on Fox, and the Broncos are just 4-4, four and four, beating Washington last week at home. Yeah, they're beating Washington, but doing everything they could to lose that game. They just wanted to lose it <laughs> so bad. Um yeah, Denver won strict six straight games against Dallas. It's just it's not going to happen. That streak is coming to an end. Um, six and one Dallas. Just Dak is looking um, as good as he's ever looked. Now he was out last week. Gary Cooper Rush stepped in there and looked pretty good. But I don't know. Look, Dak taking the week off, trying to get himself healthy. Um, that's the biggest thing. But you just see how much this team, just how much this team needs Dak. I mean, you, you, I mean, even with Cooper Rush, look, he played great and all. I guarantee you, you put Cooper Rush out there for two or three more weeks straight, he's going to look a little bit more like Taylor Heineke than Peyton Manning. I can promise you that. Um, because that's just what they are. And, it's, and, again, no disrespect to Taylor Heineke either. He's a backup quarterback. Um, but once you get more sample size in on a guy, it's just that's how it is. But it just comes to show you how important Dak has been to that team and how productive he's been. I think Dallas are going to win this pretty easily. Um, they're at home too. So um, I think that's, that's going to be that. And the Broncos are going to fall. Uh, below 500 after this week and oh i just oh i hate the <laughs> fact the cowboys are good so um yep cowboys are gonna go to seven and one which just sucks broncos please do me a favor and upset them i just need the media and everyone to stop talking about them oh, i just can't stand them yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you i'm gonna go with the cowboys uh cowboys go to seven and one broncos are bad yeah they're terrible. Uh, broncos were good at the beginning of the season they're just bad all right speaking of bad we have the texans at the dolphins both <laughs> teams are one and seven this is one o'clock game on fox down in miami yeah i mean it, i i don't know if anyone's gonna want to watch this game um to be honest with you this is just one and seven versus one and seven. Oh boy I, th- this game is big for brian flores i know this sounds weird to say and if you're not from miami listening to this if you're one of our miami listeners and you're listening to this you, you're gonna understand why i say that but brian flores i mean the dolphins have taken such a step back from being a 10 win team a year ago and you just you you want to know that they're building towards something i mean you've got your franchise quarterback he's there he's playing and he's just they're not putting it together um they're just not putting it together whatsoever so the texans have really nothing to play for whatsoever their season was upended before it even happened and the dolphins just have to win this game you got to go in and beat a worse team um at one and seven i think it's really really big one for brian flores he's going to have his squad ready i'll take the dolphins here sean i'm going to differ with you i am going to say houston oh i actually like this now there's a reason for me to care about two one and seven teams just kicking (laughs) each other in the shin over and over again yeah, you're welcome. The reason I'm picking Houston <laughs> is because I picked Houston week one when you didn't against Jacksonville, and Houston killed them, and both those teams are bad. And now we have two t- bad teams going at it. I'm going with Houston. <laughs> I think Miami will win, but I'm going to pick Fair Houston. <laughs> so, all righty. Uh, we got the, uh, the the Chargers are at the Eagles. This is interesting. Again, the Chargers, in my opinion, are kind of in a decline. The Eagles coming off that really impressive win, even though it was just in Detroit against a winless team. They put up a lot of points. This is a 405 on CBS from Philadelphia. Yeah, and the, the funny thing about what the Eagles did in Detroit, and I said this on Monday, was that all year long they just were not running the ball well. Um, they had four rushing touchdowns against Detroit. Um, and they did that without Miles Sanders. Now, the funny thing is, is the Chargers defense is allowing overall about 160 rushing yards a game this season. They're the most in the NFL, uh, which is weird given the fact that you've got Joey Bosa. Um, you've got a ton of great talent. 
um, on that defense, and they just can't stop the run whatsoever. Um, look, that being said, the Chargers can't lose this game. The Eagles are are, are not very good. Um, a lot of props for going up and, and beating a bad team um, in the Lions, and, and more importantly, like completely and utterly choking out their offense. But the Chargers are just better. And this is the other thing, like, you know, them losing last week, like we talk about the Chargers as, as a team that, you know, they're, they're AFC favorites. These guys are possible Super Bowl, you know, contenders, um, you know, and they go out and lose the way they did last week to the Patriots, who I didn't even think, again, like I said, they were good game managers. I didn't think they played particularly well. Like you can't lose to the Patriots. You know, if you're an AFC favorite, if you're an AFC West favorite, if you're a Super Bowl contender, you, you know, you can't lose to the Patriots. Um, you can't lose to the Eagles. It's just like that's that's a step worse. So <laughs> don't don't do it. Um, you're way better than them. So just don't lose to the Eagles. Um, I know Dane. I know every time Dane comments on every post why you choose against the Eagles every single time. Dane, I have to continue the trend, dude. I'm so sorry. Chargers are going to beat the Eagles here. Yeah, Dane. I'm sorry too. Chargers <laughs> will win. I'm picking the Chargers as well. You know, I think they'll hurt have a rebound week. News. I'm sorry, guys. We'll get you uh, something at some point. We'll get you something. All right, the uh, set, <laughs> the seven and one Packers are heading into Kansas City to take on the four and four Chiefs. No Aaron Rodgers. We talked about that earlier. It's a four twenty five game on Fox. Uh, Connor, I would have picked Green Bay if this had Aaron Rodgers in the in the game. Mm. I still kind of want to pick Green Bay because the Chiefs just look bad, dude. Like yeah, they're dude. just bad. No, they they like, they are. Your your team that last year, when you were trying, just at a ha- half pace trying, barely trying, you'd put up thirty eight points in a game. Yeah, and then you you win by three against the New York Giants, like just an, a, a national embarrassment to the NFL or the Giants. Uh the Chiefs are bad, dude. I don't know what to do about this game because I really feel like Green Bay, even without Aaron Rodgers, can get in there and at least keep it close, if not win. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's it, it's so odd what's going on with them, you know, this year. Um, just thinking about, like, statistically, like Patrick Mahomes, he's already thrown, he's already thrown 10 interceptions. This year, he threw 10 interceptions. He threw 12 interceptions in the entire year in 2018. Um, and that was the most he'd thrown by a lot. In 2019, he threw five picks. In 2020, he threw six picks. Um, we're at week nine, and he already has 10 interceptions. He, he's not playing well. Um, his quarterback rating is down, you know, more than 10 points from where it was at 108 last year. Um, you know, statistically, he's just not what he was at 94.5 is his QB rating. But again, not only the defense, but the, the, the offensive line has been terrible. And it's weird because, you know, you get a steal in Creed Humphrey and you, you know, you, you make some, some trades over the off season to bolster up that offensive line. It's just not working out. And it's so strange how Patrick Williams is just running for his life. Um, I don't have the sack numbers in front of me. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have it load here. Of course, the internet that I pay a lot of money for a month just does not work. Um, but he's just been sacked. Uh, it just feels like he's just running for his life more than he ever was. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on, but I, I agree with you. I, I would have picked the Packers without even thinking about this. I don't know. Does Jordan Love look good this week? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I don't know, Shawnee. I really don't know. Um, I'm going to go – I'll go with the Packers here. I'll go with the Packers here because – 
if Jordan Love can, can manage the ball and, and, and just figure it out, I think you get Alan Lazard back. Um, you'll get – you're pretty sure you'll get Devontae Adams back. Um, and just kind of manage the game, right? If you can manage the game against a really tough – weird to say a tough Chiefs like offense that's, that's struggling. Um, the Chiefs defense is just bad enough to where I think Devontae Adams, if he's out there, can, can, can do some work. So I'll, I'll take the Packers here, Shawnee. That's interesting. This is, like I said, the one game – that really stumped me this week. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, I think it'll be a toss-up. I could see Green Bay winning it, but I do think Patrick Mahomes is going to start to improve. I mean, he just has, he like, has he, to, he's, right? He's such a good – yeah, exactly. He's such a good player. Yeah. At some point, he, it's like Tom Brady when he was in New England in like the 2014 season when we won the Super Bowl with Malcolm Butler interception yeah. that year. He looked bad at the beginning, but there was never any panic because you just knew Tom Brady was going to get better. Yeah, And every time Brady goes into a slump, he just gets better. And Patrick Mahomes is the exact same way. You know he's going to get better. It's like it's almost like a really good stock, like Apple. It, it's going to have downtime like, w- when it's not great. Yeah. But at some point, it's, you know it's going to rebound. Yeah. That, that's how I see Patrick Mahomes. I, I know he's going to rebound. I think this could start – you get that win against the Giants. Maybe it's a bit of a wake-up call more so than any of the losses – because you're playing a team that's just not good yeah. and you almost lose to them at home. Maybe it's a wake up call. Maybe they start making changes, you know, to their schemes and their plays and, and, and whatever they do. And maybe they, they start to rebound. I'm, I'm going to bet on that. I'm going to bet that Mahomes comes out and has a, has a pretty decent game. Um, I think it'll be close, but I think the chiefs get it done. So we'll differ on that game. All right. Yeah, it sounds good. I'm cool with that. And the last thing so. to do with that is I agree. He should bounce back. Oh, the only comparison that I have that comes to mind when you were even saying that was like, you ever boiled a pot of water and you've got the flame under the water and you're kind of just waiting for it to come to a boil and you're mm-hmm. just like, okay, it's not bubbling yet. I'm going to turn around and maybe you're making spaghetti and you're like, all right, I'll work on the sauce for a little bit. All right, I'll, I'll put <laughs> the meatballs here. And then you turn around and you're just waiting for it. You're like, okay, the heat's been on this for about six minutes now. It should start bubbling. And you kind of come back and forth. And every time you go back, you're like, okay, it's got to start bubbling now. Right. It, it just, yeah. and, and it just isn't like what's happening. Like, now it's been 10 minutes, 11 minutes, the flame's under it, and I'm not seeing anything. You're like, what is going on here? I feel like that's kind of what what it's been like watching the Chiefs this year. You, you, you keep going back and watching for the water to boil, and you're like, what? Wait, it's been 10 minutes. Okay, it's been 12 minutes now. All right, like, is there something wrong with the flame here? Is like, am I, is that water in there? Am I <laughs> making this up completely? Um, it, it's, it's weird. I, I agree. But I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the Packers for now. Okay. But again, wouldn't be surprised if yeah. the Chiefs win this too. Yeah, I think the Chiefs rebound. Yeah. All right, we got the seven and one Cardinals taking on their division rivals in San Francisco, the 49ers, who are just three and four, four twenty-five game on Fox. Uh San Francisco coming off that it's kind of an ugly game yeah, dude. in Chicago. Chicago could have won that, but but San Francisco, I think, won by eleven. Uh who you got in this one, Connor? Yeah, the 49ers are just a mess right now, man. Like I don't know what they're doing with the quarterback situation. It's just such a weird back and forth and it's odd coming from a you know Kyle Shanahan who's now multiple years into this project and it just hasn't really gone much of anywhere um you know he had that Super Bowl run which was which was great but you, you the the idea of, of you know you're taking Trey Lance and and you you want him to be your future guy but he plays one week and then not another and then he's hurt this week and then not it's just a very weird I don't know what they're doing over there um Cardinals are going to win this game um Cardinals are, are one of the best teams in football um you know they're 30 plus points in each of the last four road games this season, which is just remarkable. Their offense 
It's such a well-oiled machine, so I'll take the Cardinals here at Levi Stadium, Johnny. I agree. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, too. I think they get it done. All right, this one would be really good if Derrick Henry is still playing because the mm. this is the Sunday night game. This the Titans are 6-2. and two. The Rams are 7-1, and one, and they're playing in Los Angeles. This is a really, really good matchup and potentially a Super Bowl uh, preview. Potentially. Maybe not the most favorited matchup, but potentially a preview. Titans at Rams. Uh, who you got, Connor? No Derrick Henry. Remember that? Yeah, no Derrick Henry out for the year. They signed Adrian Peterson. You have to imagine he's going to be competing for some of those. It's it's going to be a ramp-up period for Adrian Peterson, but I love the signing of Adrian Peterson. I don't know if we talked about this. can't remember if we talked about this on Monday, but I love the signing of Adrian Peterson there um, for the Titans. I, I just I, Adrian Peterson is so similar in the sense to – um, Derrick Henry, where they're volume running backs, right? You got to give him 28 carries a game for them to get going. And if that's the route that they want to go, they can. Now, he's lost uh, more than a half a step. Um, so how effective is he going to be? I don't know. I watched him do it with Washington, though. Um, I watched him do it for for Washington two years in a row. Um, you know, he just kind of finds a way. So I think that that's a, a really nice signing there for them. Um, I'm going to take the Rams here because I just I've seen enough good from the Rams. Look, they're seven and one, and, and the Titans are are six and two. Titans, it's hard for me to to. I, it's going to take a couple weeks. I'm going to preface this by saying I, I I love the Titans. I love how they're built. I love their fan base. They're, they're such a fun team. Nashville's a great city. They're they're just they're so fun to watch. They're just so electric. Uh, I can't get the Jets game out of my head. I can't get over the fact they lost to the Jets in such an <laughs> ugly fashion. And it's like, I know the Bengals, it's going to be the same way for a little while. But I don't know. I, I just feel like the Rams have looked worse, far less than the Titans have looked bad. Um, I'll take the Rams here. Um, it's it's Dude, it's going to be a, a remarkably fun Sunday night game. But I'm going to go ahead there and uh, and take the Rams. Uh, yeah, I think it will be, too. And I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, Rams are just a better team, even with yeah. Derrick Henry. The uh, Rams are one of the best teams in the NFL. No the doubt. Titans still, because of that New York, that New York Jets game, they still kind of give me a little bit of nerves watching yeah. them play. Yeah. Um, so we'll both pick the, the Rams there. Uh, let me write that down for you so I do not forget. All right, uh, Monday Night Football, the Bears are in Pittsburgh. 3-5 uh, and five Bears, 4-3 and three Steelers coming off that big win in cleveland uh they won that one 15 to 10 again this is monday night football on espn from the steel city yeah i'm gonna take the steelers here because i i just i the bears are just not very good um but the steelers defense has been pretty good Najee harris has gotten himself going in the last few weeks and that offense has started to move around a little bit um a little bit better and um, ben has looked a little bit sharper i don't know how much that's saying considering he's looked really awful at points this year i'll take the steelers i just think they're better and the bears are just they're still trying to find ways to to make justin fields comfortable and try to find plays that work and they're slowly getting there they really are um but i think the steelers are just better i'll take the steelers here on monday night shawnee i agree i'm gonna go with the steelers too uh they really impressed me with that that win in cleveland no doubt dude no doubt is that everything that's it man that's everything that's monday night football thursday through monday that's week nine baby that is fantastic i am so pumped um yeah great slate of games and guess what here's the best part about week nine washington can't ruin it for me this week because they're on a bye week so i can sit back relax crack a beer and just sit there and watch my fantasy team win again um (laughs) i'm dying for it lions uh bucks seahawks washington all on bye weeks um, Lions at 0 and 8, Seahawks 3 and 5, Washington 2 and 6, and Bucks at 6 and 2. Bucks and Washington played themselves in week 10. 
Lions play the Steelers in Week 10. Uh, and the Seahawks are resting up for a game against Green Bay, who I don't know if they'll have Aaron Rodgers, man. I don't know. Keep tabs on it. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know if they'll have Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? Um, but a really, really fun matchup of games ahead. Um, Shawnee, is that everything we need to get to? That is everything. Bang, dude. That is another episode in the books. The Week 9 preview has come and gone. Thank you guys so much, as always, for tuning in. Um, remember, continue to like, continue to subscribe, leave a five-star review. Um, we always love hearing from you guys. Um, check out our sponsor, Anchor FM. Um, and eventually in the near future, we're going to do a mailbag. I promise. I've gotten a couple questions about it already. We're going to get the mailbag going, um, and we will get you guys back involved in the show. Just got to get it scheduled up. A lot of different moving parts in the show. And when the NFL decides to have a really busy week of news, it's kind of just you you want to squeeze it all in but you don't want to overwhelm everybody with just massive shows so um for now we are going to schedule that in the near future and by near future i mean you know the next week or so we're going to try to get that going um so bear with us um but for sean olette who says goodbye to the great state of north carolina he is back up in the washington dc metropolitan area starting this weekend question mark I will be up on Sunday night, likely. Bang, dude. Let's go. That is so freaking exciting. Well, welcome back. We are so pumped to have you back in the area. We will go back. Hey, you can join me on Thursday night for some um, for, for some Buffalo Wild Wings and Thursday night football. That wait. sounds fun. I will I will have to check my work schedule, but I will. I, if, if I'm free, I will be there hours ahead of time. Done. <laughs> Done. You can join me for my, uh, my, my uh, Thursday night deal at Buffalo Wild Wings. Can't wait to have you back in town. Everybody listening, thank you guys so much for Shawnee Olette down in North Carolina for the final time. For me, Connor Forrest in the Commonwealth of Virginia, the great Commonwealth of Virginia. We thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you all on Monday. Well, I will see Sean on Monday. You're going to hear us on Tuesday for the Week 9 Recap. And then week 10 is this time next week. So I, I don't know what's going on with time. I don't I don't know. But you know what? I'm just here for the ride, my friends. We're all spinning on this ride together. We will see you all later. And as always, I will catch you guys on the other side.